was the best. He still is the best. He'll always be the best. In my estimation, he's the greatest, greatest network cable newsman ever. He's His show every night here on WABC at 9 p.m. is amazing. Goes back to his own website, BillOReilly.com. Great interviews, stories, great television. Killing series, killing the legends right now, doing tremendously well. Has always been great. Traveled the country with President Trump just a year ago. Here he is, the best ever. I mean it, the best ever. Bill O'Reilly. Bill, we got to get right to President Trump. Uh, I thought he was measured and great the other night, but I want to know what you think. That's what really matters. What did Bill O'Reilly think about President Trump on Tuesday night? Well, first 20 minutes were good. He laid out what he accomplished in his tenure, and then he went after Biden. Not a hard thing to do, Um, but obviously, um, you know, President Biden's in trouble right now, and so is the country. So for 20 minutes, it worked, but then Donald Trump, Fell into the Dion syndrome. Remember Dion? <laughs> yeah, the Belmonts? The Wanderer. <laughs> he just wandered for 40 minutes all over the place. And I'm going around, 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 around. It, um, I, I was sitting there going, you got 20 minutes of whiz-bang. Get out. Say goodbye. You don't need 40 minutes of meandering around saying the same thing in different variations. So uh, on the uh, – and then you saw it because the people who took it, they, then they started cut out of it and back and forth. But, look, Donald Trump is uh, a formidable presence in this country, and the country is not going to improve much or at all in the next year or two. So, you know, he's competitive. going to be hard for him, much harder than the last time around at 16. But I don't think you should discount him. You know, it's funny you say it'll be harder than 2016. And I, for one, you may feel differently. You're smarter than I am. But I, for one, never really liked Obama in that president role. I thought he was feckless. I thought he he bought a lot of money and said some nice things. But I wasn't a big fan. Um, now the country's in even worse shape, though, under Joe Biden. So you would think based on that it would be easier because Trump had success, and now we are a complete mess. But that's yes, not the but case. there are 210 electoral votes that will not go to Donald Trump no matter what. Right, right. Okay, so if you look at the map, and as we did on BillOReilly.com this week, um, he can get 219 he can't get 210. You need 270. And so it goes right back into chaotic Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, those so-called um, swing states. And now you have a Arizona, Nevada, Colorado situation where they seem to have lurched even further left than they were. So it's a tough math equation. Um, But Trump basically is banking on his uh, presence. He's doing the same thing, and I know you know this, that Teddy Roosevelt did in 1912. Teddy Roosevelt um, left office in 1908 after serving almost two terms, and William Howard Taft, the Republican, became president. Teddy didn't like him. So Teddy formed the Bull Moose Party. Right, that's right. 
and ran as a populist and got waxed. He didn't win, and he destroyed the Republican Party. And Woodrow Wilson, a terrible campaigner, became president. That could happen here if Trump and DeSantis go after each other, which is certainly in the realm of possibility. It is. I was glad that Donald Trump didn't bring up DeSantis Tuesday night, or rigged elections for that matter, for the most part. He made a couple of subtle references. And I just had your friend Kimberly Gilpoil on right before you, another person you made a star, by the way. And I asked her about the potential for a Trump-DeSantis bloodbath. And she made it sound like Ron DeSantis, knowing that is just not going to run and kind of pave the way for an easy win for Trump, and then he'll come back in 2028. What do you think about that? Um, It's possible. But DeSantis is raising money, and he's traveling the country. By the way, when you say DeSantis is raising money, and you know this, Bill, significantly more than Donald Trump could ever raise. No, I don't know about could ever. Well... But certainly DeSantis has the momentum now, which is why Trump gave the speech on Tuesday. Right. So Trump had the blunt. It's like a sports team. When the other team has momentum, you got to go in and do something dramatic to stop the momentum. That's why Trump did it. Right. And, and he saw big, fat cat Republican donors going over to DeSantis' side. But there is a rhythm to these things. Trump has an advantage because for the next year he can run around, he can raise money, do his rallies. He can do whatever he wants. DeSantis can't. DeSantis has to govern Florida for the next 12 months. He can't be out on the stump. Um, he's got to do that. And he can, you know, participate in hypotheticals. Yeah, I might do this, I might do that. But he can't really announce until this time next year. Right, right. DeSantis. So that gives Trump 12 months of racing around doing whatever Trump wants to do. And people say, well, you know, he's so hated and despised. And it's true now. But if things get worse, and I think they will in America and in New York City, by the way, um, then a lot of that. January 6th, election stuff, that's going to fade completely because people are going to be desperate to get a president in there who can reinvigorate the economy. You know, it's funny. I had a guy on. His name is uh, Grant Stinchfield. He was a Newsmax for a long time, Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly, the best ever with me right now. And he said to me, he said, he's a big Trump guy, you know. And he said, you know, Sid, he goes, every Trump supporter supports DeSantis, but... Not every DeSantis supporter supports Trump. I think he's right. What do you think about that? Well, that could change, though. So if it gets nasty um, and they go at each other in a primary, um, people are going to naturally take sides. Right. So at this juncture, look, my advice to Donald Trump, and I, I haven't talked to him in about a month, would be to try to forge an alliance with uh, DeSantis Give him the number two, um, just like Pence, but but get in, you know DeSantis involved. He'd be in an involved vice president. Wouldn't be Kamala Harris. Does anybody know where Kamala Harris is? <laughs> no. Does anybody know? <laughs> you know? I don't think anybody knows. I think she went to the G3 summit in Antarctica. Her in Albania are down there. I mean, you talk about these uh, G plus summits. We just saw our president go through one and sit there with. President G and uh, Gordon Chang on, he admitted that he thought that 
uh, as everybody else did, of course, it's not breaking news, that Joe Biden came off very, very weak and decided to talk about climate control and not COVID and or fentanyl. What were your thoughts on Biden's visit in, um, in Bali? Well, look, the, the tell in the uh, summit was in the big dinner when deals are made, when the, all these guys are drunk, okay? And Trump told me this. These guys get loaded, all right? Yeah. yeah. And, and then Trump, who doesn't drink, would make deals at these dinners. And Biden didn't even show up. What? He didn't even show up to the last dinner in Bali. Where, where was nobody he? Nobody knew where he was. <laughs> okay? So, yeah, I don't know where he was, but I can assume he was in his jammies. He was just too tired to go. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Right? Oh, my God. And so Trump even, even alluded to it in a speech. And he went, I, I made deal after deal after deal at these dinners because these guys are, you know, they're feeling pretty good. Everybody's, you know, up, 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 whatever it may be. And Biden didn't even show up. That's why it's funny when, and you talk about this all the time, the media, how, uh, you know, how agenda driven. Uh, they don't know what they're doing. I mean, it's now, it, it, now it's the point where it was so corrupt and, you know, the corporations are telling people um, on the air what to say, what to do. No better example than CNN. Um, but now they're hiring people who just don't know anything. Right. Right. And these people, by the way, refer to Donald Trump as low energy Trump a couple nights ago. I call him measured. He was certainly lower energy than the usual Donald Trump. But these are people that voted for Biden, who falls asleep half the time. Right. Um, you know, look, Trump's speech, I don't think a civilian can stay there for an hour and five minutes and listen to it. And that's. On his staff. I mean, you got to say to him, look, you got 20 minutes of really good stuff. Let him have it and then wave and we'll play uh, YMCA and then that's it. <laughs> right? Yeah, I know you're right. He, he, there was definitely a lot of repetition. And yeah, he, you don't need that. Yeah, you don't need it. And you know, that, that's yeah. troubling in the sense that Donald Trump's going to have to be a different person and run a very dis- uh, disciplined campaign if he wants to regain credibility in the independent precincts. One of the things I can't stand talking about is uh, voter fraud, rigged elections, all that stuff. And and, and we, you and I kept saying, along as, as well as my friend Bernard, our friend, uh, God rest his soul, Trump should, should stop talking about that stuff. But I got to tell you, I spoke at a Republican club in the city uh, right before Trump spoke. And all these people wanted to talk about was my friend Tom Sullivan getting screwed in Queens, Bill O'Reilly, Carrie Lake getting screwed in Arizona. How the hell did Laxalt lose in Nevada? So once again, election last week, and Republicans are claiming, Sid, there's no question there was some shenanigans going on. How do I fight that? Well, I, I don't know. If you fight it, you basically say, look, at this point, it is well known that states like Nevada and Arizona and parts of California will not count the votes. They won't count. What do you mean they won't count the votes? What does that well, mean? When you have a county, I, I, Nassau County counted the votes almost real time, right? And what do we got, about a million and a half people in Nassau County here? Yeah. Almost real time, right? So about 9 o'clock, um, 9.30, everybody knew in Nassau County what the count was. Right. So why can't you do that in California when you, these counties were not nearly as big as Nassau County? So it's a matter of they don't want to do it. They don't want to count the votes. So the, what you do there is you immediately send in federal overseers to find out why the deuce you can't count 70,000 votes. 
So there were a million votes cast in Nevada for the Senate race, right? Laxalt loses by 7,000 out of a million. It took them five days to count a million votes. Wait a second. You say they don't want to count, to count the votes. Yeah, they don't want it. Yeah, but, but the contention is they don't want to count them because they're Republican votes. Is that too conspiracy well, they're waiting for they're waiting for other votes to come in or whatever right. the reasoning right. is, okay? But there's no logical explanation on earth why the Central Valley of California <laughs> takes nine days to count its votes. They still don't have districts counted. Yep, true. No, it makes, that makes no sense. No, no sense. Yep. No. So they don't want to count them. That, that's what this, the reality is. So an alert president would say, whoa, I'm going to send in overseers now to make sure there's no corruption. But I don't think that in the next presidential election, all this cheating business and all this incompetence is going to be the main issue. It might be for the Democrat, uh, for the Republican faithful, but it's the independents that Trump and or DeSantis have to win over. They have to win these people over. And if these people are desperate, as they may be, that may be easier to do. Oh, my God, I couldn't agree more. What an incredible appearance. As always, Bill O'Reilly, thank you so much. Excellent job. I love having you on. You're the absolute best. Give me the latest with Killing the Legends. Legends on the uh, New York Times bestseller list again, eight weeks. Um, Great Christmas gift. And uh, we hope everybody will consider it. And um, we're not going to talk again next week. This is Thanksgiving. Uh, I want your family to have the best Thanksgiving ever, Sid. You too. You too, Bill. Your family too. And I know Spencer will be home. And my daughter won't be home. But uh, Gabe and and Danielle will be there. We love you, Bill O'Reilly. Thank you so much. All right. See you. See you, pal. There he is, the great Bill O'Reilly right here. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.